Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's uh, also questionable to participate in this week's Olympics. My co-captain, Damon, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Uh, blockheads, millions. Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy going on with the Australian uh, Olympic team right now, isn't it? Like. Bit of a circus, David. Who would have thought? Who would have thought in the middle of a global pandemic uh, where you've got the the host city in a state of emergency, <laughs> things might be go a little bit of a ride. Yeah. If, Crazy if, notion. If, if you're a, I, I think I, I'm an Olympics fan, but I Remember, don't care about Olympics. it. Yeah, but I don't care about it as much as I used to when I was younger. You know what I mean? Mm. Now I care more about like club football and stuff like that. Um, the yeah. Olympics, but because it's only once every four years, you still kind of tune in. For people who have yeah, been 100%. watching, for people who have been watching the Olympics, like the ride that they've been on in Tokyo, like because we're already a year late, first of all. Mm. So, but the ride they've been on in the lead up has been like, um, sir, you know, they'll ask the politician who's in charge of the Olympics, sir, what do you make of this most recent story where there's like ten thousand people now who like uh, people are like refusing to come here. We can't get volunteers. Uh, athletes yeah. want to pull out and shit. It's been just a constant fucking, you know, hell ride for the Olympics. And now, the crowdless Olympics. Exactly. And now, Liz Cambage isn't going to be there either. So it's just like. We're going to talk Liz a little bit later. Yeah. Well, fuck Liz, but uh, we'll we'll get get to her story (laughs) in a little while. Uh, Dama, I just want to put it out there a bit of of pre show, Mm. a bit of of, uh, kimono open. Please. the, during the week, the the wife uh, got got the got the vaccine, oh. so uh, our five G now all yeah. good shouldn't have any dropouts during this week's show. Nice, Gary. You think the five G um, waves are being transmitted through the vaccine that your wife received, and now it's being like amplified yeah. in your house. In the house to the point where fantastic. I guarantee no dropouts. That's hey, if there's dropouts, news. hey, look. You know, conspiracy theory disproven. But the vaccine. otherwise, if if we get through the whole show without a dropout, mm. hey, there might be something to it. <laughs> Damo, let's start with a bit of Greeno story time, please, please, sir. I like stories about pinatas. Uh, can I just? Can I, I'll start the show with uh, kind of a week. Okay, and and you know you know the week is bad with how the week starts. And I consider the week Monday morning. Okay. Would you, would you agree with that? Monday morning, uh, start of the week? No, because for me personally, I start like Your my Sunday. Week on Sunday night. Yeah, so Monday. I would say like Sunday we'll Pretend you work PM. a normal job and we'll do Monday morning uh, yeah. for the purpose of my story. Great. Okay. We'll disregard your comment. Yeah, Monday on. morning. How bad is it? Monday yeah. morning. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like somebody's <laughs> got a case of the Mondays. The month. Well done, well done, sir. Um, nice, so Monday Gary. morning. Monday morning, uh, for, for those in, in our US listeners, uh, Sydney in New South Wales, state of lockdown right now. So it's fucked it for everyone, specifically school children, because you can't go to school now. School's got to stay home, homeschooling, which yes. fucking seems like a great idea when you're, when you're a kid in school mm. as a parent, fucking nightmare. Yeah, so and, and week, I think, Greeno, it's probably just worth pointing out for the sake of, you know, professionalism and what we like to promote here on the show and, like, what we, yeah. you know, because you know, we're all in this together, Greeno, really. All uh, together. Essentially. So, and now that you are, you know, radiating 5G microwaves um, from your mm-hmm. wife's body, courtesy of the miracle yeah. vax, I like to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, because of that, I think it's fair to say that, hey, it's just two more weeks, guys. Nice, Gary. Just, just good. two more weeks. Actually, I don't know if you noticed or not, like just an hour or two ago, Greeno, the AMA came out and said, 
Uh, we might be looking at like indefinite lockdowns from now. Indefinite lockdown, yeah. yeah I did but I, when I heard uh, that, God. when I saw that, I just thought to myself, well, that's them trying to save ink on the newspapers. Yeah. So they instead of saying just two more weeks, we're just using the word indefinite. But it, it really yeah. only means a fortnight, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll read between the lines. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so Monday morning, wake up. Now, I've already been, uh, thankfully, uh, Monday was still uh, school holidays, technically. Okay. So no, no, no kind of uh, homeschooling at that point. Right. However, wake up Monday morning, daughter's got like a 41 degree temperature. Oh, so for oh. our US listeners, that works out as 109 degree Fahrenheit, I believe. Quite fucking high, quite dangerous. That's a hot little kid. So that, that's a hot Piping little kid. So I'm like, hot. excellent. That's what I need. You can, so you can fry like, eggs well, on her head. If you wanted to, yeah, spot on hundred, and I did. Uh, of course, looked up a, a nice little blueberry pancake. Uh, were you were you fly, were you frying eggs on her, or were you just like throwing food at her <laughs> around the house? Food fight, <laughs> food food fight, and then pass it off to child services. Uh, sorry, uh, cooking an egg. Yeah, but um, uh, look, so, I'm sorry, child services. You had to come out here and pick my kid up, hmm. but on the upside, I have breakfast prepared for you. I've got breakfast. We're good to go. Yeah. How do you feel about scrambled? Do you like a, um, over easy, sunny side uh, up? Over easy. Yeah, How we do it? Yeah. <laughs> So, so this is how the week starts. So, I'm forty big temperature. I'm like, okay, well, I can take care of her, dose her with a bunch of fucking drugs, get that temp down. Right. But I've got to drop the son off to daycare. We're all still all good for daycare. His temp's fine. Checked him, no symptoms. Good to go. We walk in. Off your truck. I walk out. Pack him. Pack him in the car. And this is what sums up the start of my week. I walk out. I'm like, Monday Monday morning's bin like bin day for us, right? Okay. Walk out. That's I'm a like, strange. Sorry, wait, I want to interrupt the story. I like there. stories about pinatas. That's a strange day for a bin pickup, isn't it? Like, Sunday night. Yeah. Monday morning. Yeah. I. I don't know. Maybe I've. Maybe I've just always assumed garbage day to be like a Tuesday, a Wednesday. We're a used Thursday. to Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like our that. west, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our west, brother. So now Monday, I would forget Sunday night, especially because you know, getting up on nah. Monday morning like a normal person. I'm a I'm a Sunday. I I put the bin out Sunday morning early, so ah, I don't forget it. Because because the problem no, is like Sunday Sunday Arvo beers. Then I might get a bit forgetful. So yes. like early chore, I wake up, smash down some coffee, make some brekkie, mm. and then the first thing I do on Sunday morning mm. bins out. So I'm the first guy out there on the lawn. Everyone then takes their cue off what bins mm-hmm. to put out off me for the for that day now. Ah, right. So I'm, you're leading the charge now. <laughs> yeah, because Tip I don't of the know. Spear. Once the US listeners. Once again, US listeners, I don't know if you have like fucking multiple bins like the ridiculous that we have here in Australia. Yeah. Uh, just you, be you have different colored bins depending on what, yeah, it's all just going in the dump truck. It's fine. Uh, imagine imagine if they gave all of us, maybe, what? imagine if they gave all of us like a three meter skip bin and just put it on everyone's yard. <laughs> just like and chuck just, whatever in, you know. <laughs> mate, you, you'd be out of the job though, dude, because the, then you only have to do garbage no, pickup like once every three, six weeks. That's very true. We, we need we need the multiple bins. This keeps our, our, our good friends employed. That's right. Uh, so we'll count them in the morning and I'm like, I swear I put the yellow bin out yesterday. Ooh. What the fuck's going on here? But I'm like, oh, good. No, no, the wife... She leaves before me, maybe because they'd already checked the rest of the street. Hmm. Everyone's else bins had already been picked up, okay, because they were empty. Yeah, and I'm like, no, nah, we're all good. Must have put it in front of the driveway <gasps> so the wife couldn't get out to leave for work because she leaves before me. Oh no, uh, she, wife must have picked up the bin, put it out the back. We're all good. Oh, okay. race out the back, have a look. No, no, no bin. I'm like, okay, that's a bit weird. Mm. So then I'm looking up the street, going, do I see multiple bins anywhere? There's Tom you gotta, you gotta break it down. foot, perhaps, screen. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, not tomfoolery, but sometimes what happens is they pick it up, they drive, they forget to put it down, and they're like, shit, put it down here, and then you go and collect your bin from up the street. Well, I remember oh, I stories about pinatas. And I don't want to alarm you here, okay? Yeah. So, so that's definitely not my, you know, my intention here. But I do remember, like, as a younger lad, being this activity. Did you ever hear of binning, Greeno? I do remember binning, sir. Binning. I do. So for those who aren't aware, binning is when you'd, like, you'd have you and, you know, three of your buffed mates in a car uh, <laughs> doing buffed shit when, you know, you're 17 or 16 or whatever you're doing. And on midnight, you would drive around and somebody would reach out of the window of the car and grab hold of the wheelie bin. <laughs> and then, correct. you know, the person driving would flatten it and you'd see how long you could hold onto the bin for. And yeah. then you'd probably take it, you know, three miles down the road or something, no, this poor cut yeah. spin. So uh, that yeah. would be my first fear, Greeno, would be if I looked no. out because your street, I'm going to say it, it's very good binning street. There's hills. Mm. There's like a long straight road. I'd be very concerned. There's a roundabout, Greeno. You can send Quality that fucking thing street. into the roundabout, you know. Uh, Definitely so very can. Now, dangerous. That, I like stories that, about that did, did cross my mind. I'm mm. like, there's some something could have gone away. Binning was op- was one of the options. Yes. Now I sat there and once again, as a forensic accountant, I had to apply some rational thought to it. Of course. And I, you gotta remember, we're in lockdown season, Damo. Mm. So do you wanna know <laughs> how heavy season, the fucking like the theater? You wanna know how <laughs> wanna know how heavy that bin was with empty fucking beer bottles? <laughs> And I had two hands and an angle to get it up my driveway. That's how much effort involved. I'm like, Fantastic. if someone's been able to bin that, credit to them, I'll give them a tip of the hat. Mm. Um, so I, I ruled binning out because that bin was way too heavy with empty beer bottles. Okay, fair enough. So anyway, get home from the- You Sherlock Holmes the shit shelf. out of that, Greeno. You really yeah, mate, did. I did. Fantastic work. Got home, nice rang the council. And I'm like, look- uh, Got got on the line. I'm like, look, uh, here's, the, here's the situation. I've rocked up- uh, Walked up in the morning, mm-hmm. bin's gone. Right. Two options. Someone may have stolen the bin <laughs> or the bin may have been taken by the, the, the dump truck. Ah. And he's like, oh, where, where do you live, sir? Because this happened to my old man. They, they took the bin with them by accident. Yeah, because so, when, the, when the truck, like the arm comes out, picks it up, I've seen it happen. Mm. Sometimes the mm. bin can slip out. Yeah, just like luck yeah. of the draw, and it just goes whoosh into the back of the truck, and they're not going to jump in there and pull your bin out for you. They're just like, oh, just fucking exactly. send, send the Fuck guy a new one, on. you know? Yeah. So uh, they're like, oh, where do you live? So I gave him my address, and the lady's like, I hear the typing in the background. Hmm. She's like, um, oh, yes, I, I see your bin upside down in the back of the truck right now. I will send you a new one tomorrow. So that the answer was uh, basically the bin had fallen into the back of the dump truck. Okay. But then that opened up a new set of questions for me with the lady on the phone. I'm like, yes. well, thanks for that. But let me ask this question. How do you know the bins in the back of the truck? It's like, well, we've got, we got surveillance cameras in there. Like we we can see when things happen in the back. I'm like, whoa, this is a fucking high-tech shit. You mean to tell me that there are surveillance cameras that can – can catch her at the moment yeah. that my bin is going into the back of said truck. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yes, that's level technology. Once, so, once upon uh, a time, once upon a time, we'd have to hire like private investigators to go through your rubbish. Now the council yeah. just fucking films your rubbish uh, as it's collected yeah. in a truck. It's it's to with, catch with people GPS who are, it's, it's to catch people who are putting the wrong shit in their bin. So that, I know I've, yeah. I've worked that out, but yeah. it got me worried because I I thought about all the fucking dead bodies I was putting in my garbage <laughs> bin over the last <laughs> six months. And fuck me! All of those dildos that I've gotten rid of, yeah. Greeno, they know every single Concerns. one that's come out of here. 
concerns, Damo. So that's how my week started. So anyway, get back to the original fucking point. I Sorry, like that wasn't stories the point about pinatas. Um, so then day two, got, finally got the daughter's temperature down to a fucking moderate enough level where she's like got enough attention span, her brain mm. isn't that defunct of oxygen right. that uh, we can actually do homeschooling. So, so as, opposed, one, as opposed to frying an egg on her head, you're now blanching an egg in like, you know, yeah. a kind of simmering bath greener. Spot on, okay. and I'm like, look, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be teacher Greeno, mm. um, Mister Greeno, With if you will, hence the, the title elements. of this week's show, Correct. we got to fucking do it properly. So yeah. I got myself some ill-fitting khaki shorts. This really <laughs> got, got myself a polo shirt. Got some long socks, long and comfortable shoes. Did you ready put, to go? Did you put an apple on the desk? There was no apple on the desk because I find that too. That's more movies. Like I was trying to reflect back from our primary school teachers. Mm and how weirdly they dressed yes. and kind of ran with that theme, if you will. Yeah, that's a tough um, one. That's a tough one for me if I try to think of my primary school teachers because I think I spent most of primary school out in the hall. So, in detention, <laughs> that's correct, yeah. No, no, remember, one, remember that class we were in, they put the desk out in the hallway? Because so, every, every time I was in the classroom, I'd fucking destroy the educations of everybody sitting around me. So they kept kicking me out in the hallway with the desk in the hallway. That- that was year four, I believe, sir. And that was also the same year I got pulled into a meeting because I asked, when you got bought, you were allowed back in there. They're like, does anyone want to sit next to this clown? And I put my hand up. Because we had to have desk buddies, remember? That's right. And the teacher had put me aside. He's like, are you sure? Like, you want to sit next to me? Yeah, man, this is my boy. I didn't say my boy back then. But I'm like, this is my man. Like, it's my nigga right here. Yeah, I'm like, this might disrupt your education. I'm like, trust me, I'm pretty fucking switched on, man. I'll deal. Like, you we'll know, figure it out. Me and him, we're going we're gonna to have laughs in the corner. That's right. um, but that way, you knew I had your back. Yeah. Even though you were in fucking, we were up front. We had the shittiest desk. We were only allowed to leave last, remember? Yes. Yes. At lunch times. <laughs> because it was like a punishment desk. So, like, you realize you're choosing to go to the punishment desk. I'm like, yeah, but my boy's there. Like, yeah. But it's also the furthest, it's also the point that's furthest away from you, the teacher, as well. So, you know, yeah, what a, what a punishment. Right. I mean, how awful. We can do shit without mm. getting caught. I mean, how bad. What a punishment. And also, it, it set low expectations for our table. Correct. Because it was already like, well, that's the fucking, that's the dunce table over there. Yes. These guys, no expectations. Oh, so anything we did right, fucking we excel. Oh, so, yeah. Round of applause. Just... Standing O's for the boys back there in the punishment desk. Strategic thinking. <laughs> they showed up on time after lunch today. Good job, boys. Yeah. yeah thanks, exactly. everybody. They answered the question. Yeah. Well done. Fantastic. Um, um, stories so, about a story within a story. Authors. Exactly. So I got, got that covered, got the, got the nice little dress gun, uh, started doing my lessons, got my... Here's the thing, though, and no disrespect to the teachers because they had, like, a day to fucking put it together. Mm. We had to come up with our own education plan. They gave us, like, here's a, lit, a grid of, like, 12 activities, pick two out of each group per day. Okay. And do six lessons, Same which is enough. fine, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of effort. So day one, I'm like, look, <laughs> it's a bit of this effort. is a rough day. <laughs> This is a rough day. What's what involves the least effort here? So we picked those activities day one. Okay, today. Okay, today we're going to be learning about cartoons. How do you, how do you feel about the couch? We're going to learn about the couch. Tell me what shapes you see on the couch. What shapes do you see on the TV remote? There how much go, how much that. time do they usually allocate to you at school, little one, for sleep? Is that you know That's a four-hour chunk during that. the day? Is it or? Uh, we're going to do some math. What's the distance between the couch and the kitchen? Let's do that math. Um, you've got to so make it practical, Bruno. That's how you get the kids exactly. interested in learning. 
So then by the time we got to day two, I was like, look, I've actually got to put some effort in. I've had more than half a day with this this program. I've got to make sure I actually put some effort in and give the kid an education yeah. whilst I'm still trying to do my job here. Well, try. Um, try at least. Try. Yeah. A bit a little bit of effort. Yeah. Um, so I'm going through, I'm like, okay, this seems like fun. There's a bit of cut and pasting in this activity, blah, 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 blah. I said to find some magazines, mapped it all out, prepped it the day before, good to go. Okay. And as she's doing the activity, I'm like, there's something that seems, I'm a bit uncomfortable with this activity. And I'm okay. trying to work out what why. What was the activity? And basically, the activity was to cut out letters from a magazine yeah. to spell your sight words. So they get a list of sight words, right? So depending on your level, this is kindergarten. Okay. Here's a list of nine words we want you to learn how to say, spell, and write. Okay. And then as you get better, you do the next one because you learn teaches you to read, teaches you to write, teaches you to identify letters. Right. So she does that. And as I'm looking at this thing and sending a picture to the teacher to prove we've done the fucking work, hmm. I'm like, I'm do you do you have to send of- photographic evidence to the teacher who now you, I can assume only I can only assume the teacher now who's like sipping fucking Chardonnay all day Chardonnay in their house and just like, yeah, no, you send me, parent, you send me the teacher stuff and I'll decide Mm. whether or not it's good enough. Yay or nay, spot on. Five minutes Um, work. Just check the emails, tick, tick, tick. All right, fucking see you tomorrow. Here's tomorrow's lessons plan. Here's tomorrow's lessons plan, which they actually probably get from somebody else anyway. You know, some kind of department. I'll give them them credit. Some kind of government department or something, though, says here are the required things that you need to put in there. And then the rest is just fluff, Green. It's just padding. It's filling. To be honest, to be honest, I'm not going to shit on the teachers. Not not their fucking fault (laughs) that we've been put in this situation. So I'm not going to shit on the teachers. Um, You should anyway. Fuck them. Nah, fuck them. They're good. I like the teachers. Eh, Fuck them. They're not their problem. If I was was in their situation, I'd be putting my feet up, sipping Chardonnay at 10 a.m. I would too. Um, As I'm looking, I'm like, I'm getting, I've realized basically what we've created for this activity is mm. a ransom note. <laughs> we've cut out random letters from random <laughs> magazines to spell random words. And I'm like, all that's missing here is $10,000 or die. 500 um, or 500,000 or the bitch gets it. <laughs> yeah, the bitch gets it. So I <laughs> said that to your teacher. Yeah, what do you think of this, miss? No, <laughs> hey, she's done so good, that- didn't she? That was my story time for Fantastic. that one. Fantastic. I like stories about pinatas. Which then links me to a step back in time. Mm. Which I'm sure is here somewhere. There's a button, I guarantee. Do you remember just after we reconnected as friends? It was just after I finished high school, uh, and we were we were hitting we were hitting the clubs on a Tuesday night because that's fucking what we did. Yeah. Um, the Tuesday night boys. Yeah. Do you remember what I was studying back then after I left school in uni? Um, yeah, teaching. I was studying to be a teacher. Now that thing lasted about three months, right? And that bastard <laughs> cost me four grand for three months <laughs> in hex fees. Unbelievable. But I felt like this week I was reconnecting and I'm like, in this situation, I feel like I'm going to get some of my money back ah, because okay. I'm going to utilize that that kind of like three months of education I got to study to be a primary school teacher. Yeah. I'm now using it to be a primary school teacher for my kid. Yeah. But you know me, Dame, I'm all about the cash older, right? 90, 90 days, though. You got 90 days of the good stuff. And now yeah. it's time. Now, now what? Uh, 20 years later, it's time to apply that knowledge in a real world. Time to world apply that knowledge. Atmosphere. Exactly. Fantastic. Which has got, but I'm all about the cash, right? And of my course. theory is if, if, if I've been hit up with those hex fees 25 years ago, mm. now it's time for me to cash in because I don't know what a teacher's salary is. Yep. But if I'm doing the teacher's job from home, yeah. 
what kind of government assistance may I be able to apply for? Nice, Gary! <laughs> by doing my own role as well as the job of a teacher for the better part of who knows how many months now, two more weeks. Well, but, you'd, you know, have, we'll to, you'd have to fill out a new tax return and say, like, I'm also a teacher now. Like, that's my second yeah, job but, now. But I've but I got to get the cashola in order to be able to declare it. Ah, so I'm trying right. to work out which government department I need to reach out to to go, look, technically I'm now a teacher. To- you, took my four, <laughs> you took my four grand hex fee. You said I wasn't competent enough to be a teacher 25 years ago. <laughs> but you now you're burdening me. You know you're burdening me with the responsibility of the program. Yeah. And being given no guidance and no support. I can't even call in a substitute teacher at any point. Mm. Um, Where do I get my paycheck? Fantastic. You're trying to figure out basically how to grift the taxpayer group. Nice. How to get yourself. Everybody else is getting paid, aren't they? Why yeah. don't Why don't you get paid, Greener? You deserve well, it's my pay. That's I don't. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing fucking someone else's job for Christ's sake. That's a fantastic. Uh, so that's that's my story time. Yeah, so. I like stories about pinatas. Wonderful. Well, you yeah, have a story time, I believe. I do, but maybe we'll save that uh, for the second segment because uh, you did touch on the lockdown screener, and I think there's some things that we need to go over here. Obviously, we're still in lockdown okay. here in Sydney. Uh, the AMA came out and said today, hey, look, guys, might be indefinite, which, of course, is just their fancy... That's their fancy, educated way of saying, Greeno, just two more weeks. You know what I mean? That's them dumbing it down for us. So a lot of people have been... You know, wanting to reach That's out a way to the of prime saying, minister, strap in, strap in, or strap on, Greeno, whichever comes first. Yeah. So, how do you reckon been... the um? Uh, I, no, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your story, okay. but how do you think the online sex shops have been going in the pandemic? I think through the roof. Nice, Gary. Like, think that? about it, right? Mm. You've got a lot of uh, a lot of single women who can no longer go on dates. Yes, that's true. Because we can't we can't go out, so suddenly it's you know. What kind of double-ended dildo can we get? Mm. I'm just waiting for the moment someone will be on the other end, perhaps. Yeah, I wonder how many, like, um, delivery drivers now, like, I wonder if they know the packages that come from the sex shops now mm. because you, they're you just delivering so. so many dildos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, Gary! Random, random, the interesting thing is now delivery drivers, they hear a random vibration in the back. They don't assume it's a bomb. They just assume sex toy. It's a vibrator. Exactly. Mm, Got to be. I'm regretting interrupting your story now. Nice Fight Club reference. Uh, So a lot of people are wanting to get in touch with the Prime Minister, obviously, and have a conversation, Mm. Greener. And he was on uh, Kyle and Jackie O a few days ago. And I don't know about I actually... There's been, been a lot of issues with the PM. People are angry at the PM, like, where's our vaccines? Where's our quarantine? What's going on? We need we need the big issues covered. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're simultaneously screaming that they want to, you know, they want more measures to protect them from coronavirus, yet at the same time, they want the, uh, the borders opened up. So it's kind of yeah. like, well, how do you please these fucking idiots? What are you supposed to do? You can't please them. No. Yeah. Whatever you do, you can't please, you know, a certain group anyway. Um, but you know that. Can I offer a suggestion? Uh, you know nothing. You know nothing about border control. Uh, mm. I know nothing about uh, something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> couldn't think of a second thing. I know nothing about coronavirus. We'll go with that. Okay, go with that. Now, hear, hear me out here. I got, I got a fixer. How about the only people we let into Australia? Mm. We go back to seventeen eighty eight. Nothing but criminals. <laughs> They're the only people now allowed in. Now, think about it. They've been isolating in a prison already. Yes, okay. For two weeks. So we're already good from that standpoint. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they'll, they'll we, take we, the vax because they'll just take anything, you know. They'll take anything they can get into a needle. Yes. Uh, we can set them up so they're going to be safety first. And, and And once again, you know, we can click, clear them out, bring them in, increase population, make us feel morally superior. Yes, that's true. Just like, That'd be nice yeah, for a change, wouldn't it? Yeah, feel like feel like you're there. on top. Suggestions, suggestions. <laughs> That's a very good, nice little suggestion. Nice, Gary. So, Mr. Morrison, the Prime Minister, fantastic little segue there. I don't know what's going on tonight. Um, Mr. Morrison, the Prime Minister, he was on with Kyle and Jack. I've got no sleep, man. I've been I've been doing three jobs all week, mate. Yeah. I've been uh, like I said, I'm a teacher. I'm an accountant, yeah. and I've been daycare as well this week. It's mm. been a big week. I can't say that I've been like a, a daycare or an accountant or a teacher or anything like that. But I did stay up a little bit too late and had one too many <laughs> glasses of red wine. And Good so happens. I had a few hours less sleep than I probably otherwise should have. And now we're doing this show. So yeah, see, I was up at 3, 3 a.m. to a screaming child with a 40 degree temperature. Oh, now my son's fantastic. got the temperature. Here's an idea for your next lesson mm-hmm. plan. Why don't you teach it to stay in bed? Health. Yeah. Cleanliness. <laughs> teach yeah. her to stay asleep, Greeno. Um, so Mr. Morrison was on with Kyle and Jackie O, which is like one of the biggest shows in radio shows in the country. Um, I, I don't Number mind. Number one program, apparently. Well, I, I don't mind. Knocked off Ben Fordham. Well, yeah, but everybody's knocking off Ben Fordham these days. Um, he, he, he's hated by a lot of like the people who listen to talk back radio, you know that? They really don't What's like. What's the reason behind that? Well, I not guess. Not controversial enough? I guess he's, he's not Alan Jones, you know? So if Alan Jones was such a dominating figure in the Sydney mm. radio landscape, like whoever took that job, it was a poison chalice. You know what I mean? You could because yeah, to be the first guy after the guy who's like dominated the space for 30 years, it's like um, mm. Dan Bongino in the States now, Greeno, has taken over from Rush Limbaugh. And I'm yeah, sure yeah, a yeah. lot of people like Dan Bongino doing that role. But there would be a doing comparisons. There would be a section of the Rush Limbaugh crowd who are like, "Fuck this guy! This is shit! He's nowhere near as good as Rush." But it's like, yeah, but he was kind of huge for thirty years. Anybody who comes in is never. Nobody's going to be good enough for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair so, uh, but I, I don't mind Kyle actually. Um, he's quite a funny. He doesn't give a fuck, Greeno. Like if he you listen, care. if you listen to the FM radio, uh, he's, I don't I, listen to radio, sir. No, no, I'm talking to other people. He, he he legit doesn't give a fuck. And I've, because uh, Lady Boogs listens to it. So when I'm around and she puts it on, he, he, I do get a laugh out of it. I do think he's pretty fucking funny, Kyle's analyst. So they had uh, the Prime Minister on. And Mr. Morrison is, as he's being referred to here in this article, Greeno, he's like, quote, can I clear one thing up from ages ago? Remember, this is an, no, a he, really he laid back. He wasn't asked this. Oh, did he? wasn't asked a no, question he, about it. He, 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 he decided to raise he volunteered it volunteered it, yeah. Just yeah. like just before they were about to go. So it's like, all right, thanks for joining us. All right, we'll catch you next time. See you later. Little plug. But then he kind of throws this in over the top, Greeno. He's mm. like, can I clear up one thing from ages ago? Remember FM radio. Hey, crazy, zany. Hey, whoa, nice, Gary. Nice, right? Gary. <laughs> the, 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 the PM <laughs> went on to address. The PM went on. The PM, I, I'm bringing the nice Gary's like way down from what it was last week. And Compared I'm trying week, very though. hard, Greeno. I'm doing yeah. my best, but it's going to be I a process. Appreciate, appreciate the restraint. Thank you so much. That's yeah. all I want is a little recognition for my, my sacrifice here. <laughs> <laughs> so the PM went on to address the longstanding rumour. This is how it's written, that he had soiled himself at an Ingerdean McDonald's, Greeno. Nice, Gary. In Sydney South. 
after yeah. his beloved Cronulla Sharks lost the grand final in 1997. Uh, quote, it's the biggest urban myth ever. It is complete and utter rubbish. I found the whole thing incredibly amusing. I always joke about it. It is absolute and total rubbish. Now, okay, he's the prime minister, but with all due respect, yeah. Greener, here's what I'm thinking, okay? Here's my little, this yeah. is a little boogie analysis for you here on the fly. The fact, for me, the fact that he brought it up, this thing that happened yeah. in 1997, we're talking, what, yeah. 24 years ago now? Mm -hmm. Okay. The fact that he brought it up unprompted, <laughs> like yeah. he wasn't being asked about, did you shit your pants? <clears throat> the fact he volunteered it. Mine right now. Yeah, but yeah. then, but then, see, when you do a move like that, to then turn around and say, "Oh, look, I thought it was," you know, he, he quote, "It was the biggest urban myth ever. It is complete rubbish." But then he says, "Look, I found the whole. I mean, I found it all very amusing. I always yeah. joke about it. <laughs> That's a little you bit dick. It's a little bit sus to me, Greeno. Do you think I'm on yeah, the money? Me." me me think he doth protest too much. Lady uh, doth protest too much. Absolutely. Yeah, spot on. So you, uh, rec you yeah, reckon no. he shit himself, do you, in the, in the McDonald's no, in 1997? 100% he shit himself. Don't get me wrong. But I think uh, uh, the basically the our prime minister is like a magician, right? Hmm. It's all about sleight of hand. Because okay. he went on this thing to kind of like everyone's like, well, we're going to ask questions about, you know, we've got all these cities in lockdown, states uh, in lockdown. You know, we're talking about them, you know uh, look here at my left hand, mm, which is where the lockdowns are. Yes. And, you know, people losing their livelihoods and mental health going down the fucking shitter. Um, but over here in my right hand, story about me shooting myself no, from 1997. And suddenly, and us included are now talking about his right hand yeah. and no one's looking at the left hand anymore. It doesn't matter what's over there. Okay. He's very talented, Green. He's a very talented kind of PR magician. Is He's the David Mr. Copperfield Morris. of Australian <laughs> politics. The, master, the master of illusion. <laughs> mm. I don't think Radio. David Copperfield ever shut his pants, though. Um, <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. 
than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, doing the breakfast drive time radio slot now, 6.30am every single Friday. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Greeno, I've got a little bit of a story. I like stories about pinatas. But before we get into the story, I feel like we need to... So I'm going to interrupt my own story. I like stories about pinatas. <laughs> yeah. And I think that we need to discuss rules here. Protocols. Okay. And because, the, you know, the rules around story time have never really been clearly defined. The only thing... The only advice I gave Pessy before he was on, and shout out to Joy Pessy, by the way, for joining us last week. It was a fucking really fun show. Um, good show. Very good show. So the only advice I gave him before he came on was, um, look, you have to bring a story. And he's like, what do you mean? And yeah. I said, well, something mundane. You know, it's the fun of story yeah. time is like picking apart no these, these stupid fucking stories that have no point. You know what I mean? And he's mm. like, oh, okay. And he, I thought his story time was very good, Greener. His very good story. Show. So I need to ask a rule here because I don't think we've ever outlined this. Am I able to tell somebody else's story, Greeno? I that- like stories Ooh. about pinatas. Because a story was told to me and now I want to relay. Ooh. So it's a story time by proxy, I guess. If that yeah, that's sense. fine. I think as long as, long as I think the the protocol must be there has to be a disclaimer uh-huh. at start of said story time, uh-huh. just so you know, mate of a mate. Now there has there has to be verifiable evidence that the mundane story actually did occur, though, because yes. we don't want to get into like a, an RSL situation where it's like, well, a mate's mate's cousin's brother told me no. this happened. Yeah. I don't want that story. Yes. Well, we, need to, we need to be able to verify said story. How about this is a regulation? Okay. If you're going to bring somebody else's story to the studio, uh, to the show, mm-hmm. it has to be immediate family only. It has to be okay. your direct circle, right? So I'm not even okay. going to allow cousin. I'm not going to allow yeah. aunt. I'm not even going to allow mum and dad. Okay. It has to be okay. your a story within your household. So this is a Lady Boogs story time. I like stories about pinatas. Oh, okay. Well, now that you mention it's Lady Boogs, well, that, that's a no-brainer because Lady Boogs is part of the Block family. That's right. The extended Block family, but the immediate yeah. uh, Boogie Bumper family, which is what yeah, I exactly. need in order to tell somebody else's story as part of story time. Fair call. Okay. No, that's definitely so I'm glad we ironed that out. Ratified and signed off. Sir. Ratified and signed off. So Proceed with said story. Exactly. All right. Let's go. So we've got one of those pod coffee machines. You know the pod machines, Greeno. Do you have a pod machine? I, I, I love a pod. I've, I got pod. I go into and I buy like a block of pods. And my wife, my wife comes back. I come back and my wife's like, why, why do you buy this many? I'm like, do you realize how much coffee we drink? Like I go through about six a day. Six pods cups. Are you, are you a six cup a day, man? That's nice. Uh, that's, two of us. That probably explains all the fast talking though. 
you know, no, six, the, six coffees this a is day. Me, this is me without coffee. I only had one coffee today. Ah, right. But now you're on the piss. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm the piss. Yeah, that normally okay. slows me down. This is slower pace than what I normally talk in everyday life. <laughs> Fantastic. And coffee. That's excellent. Uh, so we've got we've got one of these pod coffee machines. Anyway, pod coffee. <laughs> we've got this pod coffee machine, and it starts going on the blink greener a couple of days ago. Because I like to make I like to make ladybugs a coffee because I'm awake. Sorry. Are you there? Can I can I interrupt your story? Please. Yep. I like stories about pinatas. You then now, Nick. I want to. Can I get you to tell? A lady bug story by proxy. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now already. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to get you to tell a story inside the story okay. about a lady bug story. Oh, I like okay. stories about pinatas. Struggling to keep up, though. How, how did you get said coffee machine in the first place? Um, uh, no, no. This is a, this is a new. No, 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 no. This is a new coffee machine. That was the old uh, coffee machine. Ah, uh, yes. okay. My apologies. No, no, you're so right. Yeah, the yeah, original man. coffee machine she won on some. It might have actually even been Kyle and Jackie, wasn't it? It might have been Kyle Sandlands. I'm Hamish and Andy. Hey, I could be wrong. Lady Books, let us know. Is yeah, it Hamish and Andy or Kyle and Jackie? Oh, yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk to her after the show. I'll find out. We'll bring it back to the. Yeah. We'll, we'll call that a story time. You know, re- revision. I like next stories week. about pinatas. So back to the now the original. Oh, no, no, story. I like stories about pinatas. Secondary purchased. Uh, pod machine. That's right. To replace the first one, which was one on a radio show. Now, radio show, the the new the cod uh, cod <laughs> coffee pod machine. Oh, that's fucking nice, Gary. That's fantastic. The new coffee pod machine, Green. That I like to make nice, Gary. That is a that's an unliberal use of the fucking nice, Gary. Right? That's a dick move. You fucked up. <laughs> you nice, Gary. Dick. <laughs> so that no, I was giving a nice, Gary, to the coffee machine, Green. The broken <laughs> coffee machine. So. I like to make ladybugs a coffee like in the morning because I'm still up after work as she's getting yep. up for work. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it takes me five minutes here. You know, good morning. Here's a coffee. Off you fucking go. Off your scoot. Slap yeah, on the bum. Go and go after minutes. the day. <laughs> takes five minutes to make a coffee and you, you need to get a faster machine, sir. Oh, you know what I mean. Fucking hell. <laughs> so you make a coffee however long it takes. And maybe, all right, it's two minutes, whatever. Who cares? So oh, when, when we're making the coffee. And this machine, start, the machine just starts doing this. Green instead of getting like you know that nice sound of a coffee machine when the milk's coming out, like yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get these noises. Green, uh, 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 like and I'm like, oh, the constipated coffee machine. Constipated coffee machine, Green. Exactly. You know why? Too much milk. Too much real. Okay. Too much milk. Back, back up. Yeah. Too much dairy. Too much dairy in your diet. Nothing worse than a lactose intolerant coffee machine. I know. Well, I probably need to feed some more protein through it, Greeno. Maybe. Maybe that'll fix it. Yeah. Prune juice will fix it right up. Absolutely. So the coffee machine starts going on blink. I'm like, ah. So I I go in and I say, look, bad news. Coffee machine's not working. She says to me, well, how about this? Maybe I just need to descale it. Now, I don't don't really know what descaling is. I don't do descaling. Yeah. She takes care of the descaling. I'm like, well, it's in your very capable hands. I get a message yeah. last night that says the coffee machine is now just stuck in descaling mode and it won't, <laughs> it won't do anything. No, I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, look, we'll buy a new coffee machine. She's like, no, 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 check this out. There's a phone number here for like customer service. I'm going to call the customer service hotline, Greener, because of course 
Whenever you call a customer service hotline from a company, it it's they're always going to help no, you. It's always going to. I'm looking forward to the Bangladeshi advice on yeah. how to descale a coffee machine. Yeah. Well, I don't think the person was Bangladeshi, but this person was nice, but in a rude hey, way. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How you go? Yeah. Hello, American Joe. So <laughs> this guy is telling her, like, hey, press this button, press this button, press this button. And she's probably, I've heard her say to this guy on the phone at least 25 times, I've already done that. Everything yeah. you're telling me, like, he's just reading <laughs> the advice from the website. Yeah, that yeah. she's read already herself. Like, And she's trying to say, no, the reason I'm calling you is because everything I've tried to do has not worked. And you're now just telling me to do the exact same things over again. Anyway, fast forward to the end. We've gone through the whole process. He has to speak to the manager. So he hangs up and says, look, I'll call you back in an hour because this is a big, this is a big situation here at the coffee machine place, wherever that is, the company. They're like, you know, we need to get on top of this person's coffee machine problem. They call back mm-hmm. in an hour and say, look, we've got a solution for you. You need to go to the post office and mail this fucking thing in <laughs> to us. <laughs> and, no. we, and we will now service the coffee machine. And before I can say to the lovely lady Boogs, fuck it, who cares? Let's just buy a new coffee machine. She's already yeah. like, hey, where's the sticky tape? Because I'm going to wrap this fucking thing up. No, <laughs> Take it to the post office. Seize the post office. Yeah, so she took off down to the post office, and but we couldn't. Uh, apparently, like the packing situation, she had to rip shit out of other boxes to make sure it was all nice and secure in this other box. Mm. Gets down to the post office, Greener, and I just want to give a little nice Gary, nice Gary, to the people who work at the post office because it's obviously very essential work, Greener. We must have the post I was about office. To say- this sounds like this better be an essential warranty because yeah. <laughs> this is breaching COVID protocols in lockdown. That's right. It's an essential. I need my coffee machine fixed. Visit to the essential <laughs> to the essential post office. Post office. Okay. Yeah. Now you think during these times, you know these crazy times, we've got to give a tip of the hat to the essential workers because they're on the front lines, Greener. Your people at the post yeah. office. Uh, we've been standing in lines in the post office since long before COVID, so they're probably the only entity that was fully equipped to deal with COVID better than anybody else, you know, because you're always standing in that queue and like 1.5 metres apart in the post office looking at shit like wacky pens. Exactly. And they've been behind plexiglass for as long as I can remember. That's so right. So they were already one step ahead. That's right. And they've also, and I'm, pre- I'm pleased to report, Greeno, via this uh, <laughs> by proxy story time that they are still as enchanted with customer service as they always have nice, been. Down at the post office. Yeah, they're still very passionate about customer service. So the sweet lady Boogs gets up to the counter and she's like, look, I need to mail this coffee machine. It's urgent. It's an emergency. Let's fucking get this done. Turns out she needs like another little bit of tape on the box. And she says- There's a tape protocol. That's right. There's a tape protocol. She must have this extra tape. But of course, who carries tape around with them? So she's like, Mm. well, look, I'm in the post office. Clearly you guys have tape. How, why don't you hit me up with a little bit of tape? Now, that, at, which point, at which point, at which point, the chip, brother out. exactly. Look, I'm here in the queue. Let's go. We're all in this together. Come on. It's COVID. Yeah. So, so at this point, the chick who's working at the post office does like a, basically a post office soup Nazi thing, a heel turn greener and says to her no pretty much, you. if you want tape, $3. Nice, Gary. How much tape is we how much tape are we talking here? We're talking about like a two inch or three inch strip that just needed to go yeah. on the box. So she mm. wanted to charge three bucks for like one strip of tape in the post office. Yeah. 
And my wife's kind of like stuck between a rock and a hard place in a post office. She's like, okay, you, sweet. Three bucks, whack the tape on the box. At which point no, the woman no. at which at which point the woman working at the post office kind of flicks the, the tape like at her and it's like kind of motions for her to go away and tape the box herself, <laughs> Not only is she charging her, not only is she charging her for the tape, but she's also doing she's like now she's working for the post office now. Yeah, okay, well, fair call. Now, I assume the only appropriate response to that huh. is that Lady Boogs spat all over the package before she handed it back wow. to the lady, correct? <laughs> That's the thing. What can you do? They've got you because if you fuck around with the post office employee, your shit never gets to where it's going. They just chuck fair it in the call. bin. They, and they say, well, it's point, not our responsibility. That happened when it got dropped off. We're like, we don't know what's going on. We delivered it. You know, yeah, too fucking bad. So the post see, office. See, I, I wouldn't have given the lady the satisfaction. I would have gone back home. Ah, my, you would actually. Nice. No, <laughs> There's no way I'm paying that chick three bucks for tape. I'm trying to go fuck herself. <laughs> going home and to get your own tape. <laughs> tape. And then go to a different post office. On petrol. I would have spent twelve bucks on petrol. Yep. Not pay, not have to pay three bucks for tape for the principal of the matter. Yeah. Um, and, and I guarantee that package is not getting to the coffee thing. Yeah. I guarantee you're going to give me a story time in three weeks' time with okay. the coffee machine place. The time. Hey, uh, yeah, we can't fix it. You're going to have to buy a new one. And mm. all this has been for nothing. I guarantee it. <laughs> this will all be for nothing, this quest. Um, yep. I would say to the person at the post office, like if I was going to go home and get my own tape, I would say to them something like, wow, you really missed out on a big sale. I was going to buy some Tic Tacs. Uh, I was going yeah. to buy some envelopes. I okay. <laughs> yeah, you missed out. I was going to buy one of those folders with a binder in it, Greeno. Like that yeah. was going to be rung up on the list. So fuck you. I'd go to a different post office. So anyway, that's the story. $3 for tape at the post office. The, 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 the only people who are really uh, fit to deal with this COVID reality that we're all living in now, Greeno, the post office, the heroes on the front line, the tip of the spear, $3 yeah. for tape. And uh, you got to tape the fucking box yourself. I like stories about pinatas. Little story there. Important, que important question for you, sir, because this is how petty I would be. I would have been in that situation. Let's say, once again, I'm not going to fucking pay for the tape, but let's say I did and I was in Lady Boog's scenario. Mm. Please tell me she asked for a printed receipt. Because <laughs> I would have been that fucking petty. I'm like, you want to make me go fucking tape it? You want, you want this much tape? And you want me to fucking tape it myself? I want a receipt, please. Yeah. And then I'm going to tape it to your forehead, bitch. But then you can't it. because no, of the, no, the plexiglass. No, I'm not. Like, yeah. and, then, no, and then I'm going to litter it. I'm going to fucking grab it and then I'm going to scrunch it and drop it. On the floor. Yeah. On the floor. In front of them, in the post office. That'll show yeah, them who's boss, Greeno. Look out. Like a mic drop. Yes. Uh, exactly. so go. Fantastic stuff. That's a good story. That is a good, good story. story. But let's, let's come back to that one in a couple of weeks because I guarantee that cough machine is yeah. not coming back fixed. We'll update the cough <laughs> machine. <laughs> we'll update the cough machine. I uh, know we've got the political wolf wolf wire that I sent you. Yeah. But, uh, I want to get to something else. Now, uh, yesterday, quick uh, little quick story time. Okay. A little story. I time. like stories about pinatas. I talked about my week. My week's been hectic. I had no time to fucking put anything in for the show. So the original rundown I sent you, I think had like four items max, uh -huh. if that. Yeah. Uh, wasn't much effort put into the rundown for this week's show. No. And then out of the blue, I see in my DMs, uh, Nadine, a good friend of the show, mm -hmm. uh, also a good friend of the uh, Fergo and the Freak podcast, yes. uh, our brother in arms over there. Correct. Um, and sent us a story just randomly. It was like, hey, Greeno. If you want to use it for next week's show, feel free. And it was a bit of hot toss. And it was like Nadine had sensed that I had fucking nothing in the rundown for this ah, week. 
the blockheads, the blockheads making all the difference. The but again, I, I need to interrupt your story. I like stories about pinatas. And direct, direct your attention to I'm the not- Discord, Greeno, where no, no, Jim no, no. word is not- like repeatedly dropping do- things in there. Do- so rebral, sir, because as I'm putting this shit in the rundown, I've got this story, then Stefan sent us something, yes. and I'm like, fucking excellent, I'm feeling the rundown. And then I jumped in the Discord, and I'm like, if we do not do a fucking Jim N-Word segment this week, yes. he is going to be filthy yes. because we're using other people's content when he's sending us content week after week after week. No, so we're going to do Nate Gaines, and then we're going to do Jim N-Word's uh, content. And uh, That'll be in, honor of of Steph- <laughs> in, honor, in honor of Stefan, though, yeah. skipping his Oh, we're skipping Stefan's story. Okay, that's fantastic. No, he'll be ve- he'll be very happy he about loves, that. He loves the segment skipping that. Skipping so we've that. put. Don't get me wrong, Stefan. We put your story in the rundown mm-hmm. only so we could skip it. <laughs> because we know you're such a fan of skipping things on the show. Mm. Yeah. Stefan loves skipping that. This one goes so out to you, Steph. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to the Nadine story. Uh, big thanks to Nadine sending Well, I'd like to, but I need I to. I like stories about pinatas. Interrupt your story, and for a little bit of opening the kimono, Greeno, a little bit of pre-show, yeah. uh, the link that you sent me does not work. It's, it's does not work. It's a dead link now. So oh, I have no idea. So you're going to have to do it like on the fly and fill me in because I have no idea what this story is. <laughs> I can read this bad boy. Hit a hot toss for me, please, sir. Okay. Oh. Man's penis rots after being wrapped in rubber bands for three days. Headline. Fantastic. <laughs> Parts of an elderly man's rotting penis had to be burnt off after it was tied up with rubber bands for the better part of three days. Now, uh, it turns out this is a, a strangulation case. Uh, uh. Suffering from dementia, he was hospitalised after. I really should have read this story before I fucking said it through. Well, I was, I was thinking, Greener, he must be uh, an industrious post office employee because, you know, there's always the rubber bands at the post office. Oh, my God, where am I going to keep all the rubber bands? I know. Whack them on the old little cock there. And, you know, See, well, whenever you need one, it's like a tool belt, Greener. It's nature's tool belt. Yeah. 100%. Well, go. let's have a look here. So uh, the the Chicago native's wife revealed that he wrapped his scrotum in rubber bands and refused to remove them for the better part of three days. So right. it was a choice. Yeah, okay. To, yeah, and see, once again, I really should have read this article before. Well, once you go to stuff. all that effort, once you go to all that effort to put rubber bands on your testicles, it's like, well, it's mm. kind of, I don't want to put them on, take them off, put them on, take them off, you know, because yeah. it takes so much time. So I'm just going to put them on and leave them on for a good few days anyway. Yeah. I guess, my, I guess my first question would be, at what point do you go, hey, here's a good idea, let's whack some on there. Let's do, let's do a bit of self, uh, self-cow self castration. I was about, I was just cerebral. I was about to say, how, how long do you reckon until he figured out that this is also how they castrate bulls? <laughs> By, you know, mm. putting rubber bands on testicles and just leaving them for a certain amount of time yeah. until the balls fall off, basically. Like, when do you yeah. reckon he figured that out? Do you reckon it was when they were burning away the rotting penis flesh in the hospital when he figured it out, Greeno? Or I think I that would have been about the time. Might have Which, been an indication. With all that being said, though, that's that still segues beautiful into Jim N-Word's segment for this week. Oh, okay. Utter madness, thousands defy lockdown to rock up and see a tiny cow. You got this story? I, I just want to put it out there, right? Yeah. That, like, of all the stories Jim has sent to the Discord... <laughs> I'm just in the most recent one. 
baby cat story, Greg. <laughs> hey, the only one that links from a dude who fucking wrapped his balls with a rubber band and his dick rotted off. That's the only way I could link that that story to anything in the just Discord. Well, you pick a story then. Pick something that no, Jim has no. sent through 400 stories. No, we're doing in the last. No, months. no, we're doing the tiny cow now. There it is. It's on the. It's on the <laughs> It was utter madness in Bangladesh as thousands ignored a national COVID-19 lockdown to gawk at what could be the world's smallest cow. <laughs> yes! Don't you find this fascinating? Right. Really? Out of all things, like, it's not about seeing family. It's not no. about go, it's going to see friends. It's not about, you know, attending a wedding or anything like that. You've got to These come and look at this. Long- you've got to come and look at this little milk motherfucker immediately. You should see him. <laughs> He's adorable. <laughs> Come on, everybody, Imagine. follow me. <laughs> Thousands of people running through the streets. We have to show them the little cow. Trying to milk those little teats. This fucking is a fun activity for kitties. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a kitty's training cow, Greeno. <laughs> that's a kitty's training cow. Have a look at all the people that are in the picture. They flocked <laughs> to see the fucking tiny cow. They don't know how long this cow's going to last, Amo. It's amazing. Look at this picture here, though, Greeno. So the whole town has flocked to come and see this baby cow. Um, there, there's no like actual road there. It looks like they're kind of living in dirt road. Uh, the house across there looks like it's falling apart and dilapidated. Uh, yet they've all got fucking iPhones out. They're all filming the yeah. baby cow, Greeno. <laughs> Good for they're they're all immunized. Sir. The, the, ah. the reception is immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. <laughs> no, no, 
I openly hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. Uh, So... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls. I'm really going to work out my timing better for this back announce because I feel like I'm talking over the music for the better part of a good 35 seconds there. I'm going to let it play a little bit longer before I start jumping back in. Uh, I could have said that off air, admittedly, but that wouldn't be how our show runs. Could have done post-show uh, there, Greeno. A little bit of post-show. Could have done a bit of post-show. Um, Damo, uh, it's not often we get to reflect something quickly that we talked about earlier in the show live. Mm. But uh, I just saw this. I was scrolling through Twitter during the during the ad break there, yeah. and I saw a Blink-182 guitarist, uh, Tom DeLonge, commenting on important Australian issues where he's responded to a, an article about the Australian Prime Minister saying he didn't shit his pants in McDonald's in 1997 with a what-the-fuck gif. Nice, Topical Gary. news. This has now become international news when you've got uh, the, American... The huge rock stars, the Blink-182. Yeah, Blink-182 rock stars are, are sending what-the-fuck gifs yep. to <laughs> stories about the Australian Prime Minister saying he didn't shit his pants in 1997. It's good mm-hmm. times. It's hard to be alive. Can we? Can you be proud of our prime minister right now? He's making international no. news. I couldn't if I tried. <laughs> um, this is going to be hard to top. If I, if I'm Skymo, don't mm. right. When is he going to call the election? Probably early next year. Something he like has that. To by that yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I know. I think um, he might call it earlier than that because he's he's he is beating the shit out of Anthony Albanese. You know, like yeah. So like in approved uh, polls and stuff. Nobody really likes poor old Albo, do they? No, he's, he's he's pretty pretty unlikable. Yeah, no. how fucked up. Yeah, I, is, but. I think we all need to be concerned about uh, Scott Morrison potentially uh, shitting himself in 1997. Uh, you know, here at the Australian Labor Party, we feel like uh, if you're going to shit yourself, it's probably best to be done. You know, either at home in lockdown or on the building site, or perhaps working for, in the post office. Greeno, you might have to <laughs> might shit yourself there in the post office. Uh, speaking of Australian nice celebrities, give yourself though. a nice Gary. Thank no, you, no, man. give yourself a nice, nice Gary. Gary. You like my elbow? Uh, well, before, it was a good elbow. Before you get to that, though, mm. do you reckon this is a platform that the Prime Minister can run on for his election campaign? Uh, our like, show, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. Focus on like the people that shit themselves kind of vote, the demographic. Well, there's a, there's a lot of them out there, but the problem is the bulk of the people who shit themselves aren't old enough to vote yet. That's the problem. Ah, fair call. <laughs> you know, I reckon fair it's like eighty percent. Uh, ineligible to vote, and then unfortunately, by the time they can vote, most Too of them old to remember. Yeah, and if most yeah. of them have stopped shitting themselves as well, I will say most, yeah, like with well. an asterisk, because of course there's mm. going to be some serial shitters out there who just never let it go. Question, Greener, spot on. Yeah, but um, yeah. so Australian celebrities, we got Blink One Eighty. Hello there. Did you shit yourself at Macker's eating cheeseburgers <laughs> on the side? You've. <laughs> Uh, You've go, got a shit stain in your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this pain tonight. Uh.
Very good. All right, next segment. Stop, what do we got? Stop. <laughs> what are we doing? Um. Yes. Yeah, so we speaking of Scott? yes, speaking of celebrities. Oh, you want to do the Woof Woof Yeah. All right. We'll do the Woof Woof Because we're talking about ScoMo. Let's get the ScoMo. If you think okay. that the Prime Minister's had a bad week, and we talked about this for background to people who watch our show or mm. they've never seen our show before, yeah. um, we refer to uh, the Woof Woof Wires, the puppies and the babies. Mm. Uh, either way, we like to refer to it. Yep is basically a, a go-to standard for any uh, Australian sports star that's fucked up somewhere yeah. and is trying to re uh, readjust his image. So, you know, rape allegations, get a, get, a, get a photo with a puppy in the paper the next week. You're good to go. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you bludgeon someone to death. Hey, here's me holding a little bit of baby. Oh, he's not cute. Remember, he's a good dad. I can't remember, to be fair, the last time a rugby league player or anyone else, for that matter, uh, was accused of bludgeoning somebody to death, though. I'm just uh, examples here. I didn't say specifics. I said examples. Um, so being, how about this one, Greeno? Being drunk in a taxi. Does drunk that qualify? Taxi, drunk uh, in a taxi and, and, you know, word gets out and you maybe you told the taxi yeah. driver to go fuck himself or something like that, and it gets out in the paper sexting, the next day. Sexting scandal, perhaps? Sexting scandals, yes. Sexting All those scandal. kinds of... Nothing that, that's too yes. serious. That's right. But see, the sports journalists... Get yourself journalists, a two-hour and, and a camera, you're good to go. Exactly. So the sports journos in this country, though, they, they're notorious because they don't want to lose access to athletes yeah. and teams and stuff. So if they have particular access with a particular player or a particular club, uh, Phil Rothbaum, um, they, then they tend to write, you know, fluffy pieces to kind of, you know, in a very ScoMo way, look over here, don't look over here. And so yeah, the next the magician. day, that's right. And it becomes very predictable. Like the next day in the paper, there'll be a picture of them like hugging a baby, you know, holding a baby. Yeah. It might not even be their baby, but it's like, you know, he's such a good guy. I mean, look at this, look at his beautiful dog. I mean, it's just amazing. It's so wonderful. Can't- you can't hate on a rapist that's holding a puppy or a baby. That's that's the general <laughs> nice, rule. Uh, the media. That's the general rule. I don't make the rules. No. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I don't write them. I just, we just abide by them. But rules they are. So here we have a political wolf wolf wire greener. Scott Morrison's dog, yeah. buddy. It feels like I feel like we're really being um harsh on Scott Morrison tonight for some reason. We'd never what, really what spoken about other than, Scott Morrison this other much than before. Fucking facts. <laughs> Scott Morrison's stupidity. We're going to we got a fucking half the country in lockdown, and this is what the prime minister is going and addressing the media with shitting himself and yep. fucking photos with puppies, man. Well, this is modern politics. I reckon he's are, just. I reckon he's keeping. I reckon he's just keeping up with the trend, though. Like this, because this is modern politics now. Because there's there's too many idiots out there, Greener. So you've got. How do you speak politics. to the idiots? I want a fucking solution. But you, but you have to go to where the idiots are. If you, you know what I mean. So that's why yeah. this started. Like which fucking Kevin Rudd doing FM radio. Remember before that, yeah. all of them only did Both. like yeah. serious AM radio. He started doing FM. Yeah. Um, fucking Barack Obama at ESPN calling baseball games and shit. So it's just been a mm. gradual tracking down to where we are now. Which is, you know, hey, I didn't shit my pants back in 1997 in an Ingerdean <laughs> McDonald's. And here's a picture of my little buddy here. Look at that, Greeno. Look at that. Nice, Gary. There he is, the political woof woof wah, Scotty Mac mm. with Scotty Mo with little buddy there. He's a, it's a very patable dog, though. I think you'd agree. Like the dog is Which very patable. I don't know the dog. <laughs> Both of them. I like to scratch the go behind the ears. 
Uh, you should see his little t- of, you should you, see his little you, leg shake with excitement when I scratch. Can you can you go back to that photo? Yeah. Which uh out, out of that photo, which one do you reckon has shut themselves more? No, Left or right. <laughs> Left or right. <laughs> do you think Scomo's house trade, Greta? That's <laughs> right. I reckon Scomo's wearing an adult diaper right there. I guarantee it. Right. Safety first. There's only one. Uh, there's only one way to find out. You got to get up really close to him, and when he sits down, yeah. it has to sound like a hovercraft being switched off. Yeah, he does. He, he doesn't look like he's in a full sit there. That looks more like a squat. That's right. Can, Scomo dumpus. Yeah, Scomo so. dumpus. There you have um, it. Oh, and a special mention has to be made of the headline here, Greeno, as well. Scott Morrison's dog Buddy reveals life in lockdown with the PM has been quote rough. Rough. Well, ah. Uh... Nice, Gary. There's a there's a segment on uh there's a segment on Michaela's show, Mad as Hell, where where they find these headlines and get on a character that is the headline writer. Yeah. And he he kind of explains why the headline's funny. <laughs> it's like it's a great segment. Oh, Definitely worth checking out. There you go. No, Where are we up to? Liz Cambridge, Greeno. That's right. What so we, we talked about Liz a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what the story was. It was Andrew but, Bogut uh, related. It was Andrew Bogut related. She was talking about inclusion or some shit, and, and then he, he kind of fired back and made a talk about, I don't know, because I think she put a lot of smiley faces that were all kind of white people. And he's like, well, you need to be more inclusive with your emojis, blah, blah, blah. Very, very funny fucking segment. Go yeah. back, check it out in the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Now, <laughs> the, news nice, the news earlier today, though, mm. was uh, turns out Liz Cambridge, who would have thought, bit of a fuckwit. You know, don't, don't mean to call it out, but turns out okay. bit, not exactly the best teammate. Mm. Uh, so this was the story earlier today. The Opals could be without superstar Liz Cambridge at the Tokyo Olympics following multiple incidents involving the four-time WNBA All-Star, uh-huh. which have upset teammates and officials AOC investigating could be stored down. So they're in lockdown in Vegas, I think, at the moment. Yeah. What a shitty, uh, yeah, what a shitty so, place to be locked down. Like, Because the yeah, whole thing with Vegas is like... Service. Yeah, but the whole thing, the whole point, you can get room service anywhere. You, the whole point of going to Vegas is like going and going to the casinos and going to the shows and going to the bars and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Imagine yeah. looking out at all of those flashing lights and you're stuck in the hotel room right, with your hand on the glass and a single tear she, coming down. But your she's cheek. found she's found a way to get into altercation, multiple incidents nice. with teammates nice. at the Las Vegas Pier. Right? Was it her? Well, this was earlier today. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It was part of the Australian team camp because they're about to fly into into Tokyo, so they've been quarantining there. Right. So she's decided to fucking be an absolute lunatic. Okay. And then what? What's the what's the go to move, Damo, when you're about to get sacked for inappropriate behaviour um, from a sporting team? Uh, I would say, well, one of them would be I'm being like I'm being victimised because I'm a woman or something like that. You know. They're, they're only Option getting rid one. of me because yeah. I'm black, something like that, you know. Something. Okay, like that. so let's let's imagine it's a white footy player. I, all I'm saying by that is it happens a lot now. So it yeah, does. That's what I expect. I'm thinking before I saw before after I saw that article, I was counting down the seconds till I heard the phrase mental health issues. Oh, mental health no, issues. That's that tends to be the one where like, uh, it's a tricky one because. It's a way because for you can't, the teams because you can't criticize anyone. That's right. If they 
Yeah, it has become like a trend where the, the teams will say, like after an incident, oh, look, he's taking some time off for mental health issues. And basically like the whole sporting journalist landscape basically, what can you say? There's nothing you can say. They all say, oh, okay, better back off then because we, yeah, you know, we exactly. don't want to affect mental health issues. So I, I am yeah. skeptical now because I'm so fucking cynical. Um, Considering you know, she, she was about to get sacked and now she resigns in inverted commas from the Australian team and cites mental health issues well, as the reason for, for resignation, opposed to the fact that she actually got sacked by the team for fucking pissing off all the teammates and being involved in multiple sackable incidents. Okay. Well, so here's a little bit from this story, right? Cambridge, uh, Cambridge said she was heartbroken and cited mental health issues as it emerged she was mm-hmm. under investigation for a series of incidents inside the team bubble, Greeno. Uh, it's understood Cambridge was involved in a physical altercation during a private scrimmage against Nigeria. So we're fighting with other teams now as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this week, which resulted in heated verbal abuse of her opponent. Heated verbal abuse, Greeno. Nice, Gary! Love it. Bit of Liz Cambridge. Uh, so Liz is like the best player on the team by far, <laughs> you know, she's like the number one player. So she's decided to go home now. Now here's the thing. Did you know that Macquarie radio picked up um, the wide world of sports license? Did you know that? No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. No. So basically now I think, I think it's like from six o'clock to eight o'clock or something like that. I don't listen to it, but they do yeah. like a wide world of sports radio show every night on 2GB now. At, I think okay. six o'clock. It's very rugby league, you know, heavy though. Yeah, of course it is. Um, forty, forty, Aussie blokey, Buffy Larrigan. <laughs> shit in the carby, mate. So shit, in there, that's right. Yeah. It, but that's more Scotty Cam though. That's a, that's very Scotty Cam. Uh, yeah. So I had like I had it on the radio for the thirty seconds it took me to get home from the shop, kind of thing. <laughs> and so in that too, time, too long. In that time though, the the host. So I don't know how much of this is real or not, but the host was saying basically like that the team went up to. Uh, the Olympic Committee or the coaching panel or whatever, and said, we're sick of her shit. If if she doesn't go, we all go. We're all going home yep. if you don't get rid of us. Spot on. Which, if if true, would be huge um, because now they're saying, like, she might not ever play for Australia ever again because she's walked out on the team, like, before the yep. Olympics started. So, you know, once you do something like that, they don't want you that. back. No. You, you know how bad she must be? They've only They've only got 11 people in the squad. With wow. Liz Cambridge. So they're going to be play- only playing with 10 players for the tournament. They wanted her gone. Um, yeah. I think Chris Anstey was on a program earlier today and was like, yeah, look, great player, terrible teammate. Like, you just don't want to play with her. And yeah, that's right. kind of what's happening. Um, well, and, and that's the other thing too. Like, so they've gone from a medal chance to, you know, they'll probably get smashed every game now because that's how important she was. Not just medal chance. Like, we, we, were, we were looking good for gold. Like, gold. we're always up there with, with the US and, yep. and always a really good chance because we're great at women's basketball. Um, speaking of which, Jim Edwards sent through during the week. Nigeria uh, beat the US and Australia backed that up by beating them in a trial as well. Two trials. Back to yeah. back we beat them. Back to back, Australia's won two straight games against the US in trial matches. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, and it's note. not like it's not a dog shit US team either. Like it's not. Ob- it's no, obviously Kevin not. Durant's the- playing that team. Well, it's yeah, but it's obviously not like the best team they could possibly have. But at the same time, there's no. a lot of good players in that Still fucking team. Good. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah. yeah, Nigeria beat them. That's that's unbelievable. I think they beat Nigeria by like fifty points last time they played. So 
Um, mm. Interesting. It's interesting to see how it all kind of pans out in the Olympics. But there you go. Uh, we so, talked about it earlier. Like it's, do we give a nice Gary oh, to Liz for, you know, good career? No, thanks for the career or something like that? Or No. No, we don't. Oh, she's okay. cited mental health issues, and there are people out there that actually do have issues, and they don't act like cunts. So, fucking, why does she get a pass? Because <laughs> she's really good at basketball, Karina. She's really good, yeah. and that's important. That's it. One hundred percent. Damo, we've got the question we've got uh, inundated with the last couple of weeks is, um, where, where's Troy? Where's Troy? Our, our uni, our Unity Day reporter. Which is which is only just ahead of the next um, most asked question, followed by who's Troy Green? Who's Troy? (laughs) That's right. So Troy's our Unidair reporter. He's been doing some great work on the show for for the better part of two years. He's the only person involved with the show who's won an award for radio. That's right. (laughs) Nice, Gary. And he does the least amount of on-air stuff out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sends her a great deal of content and we just ignore it, yeah. you know, week in, week out. Fuck him. Like, who, does he, ah, who does he think he is with his fancy awards? You know, with his awards and whatnot. Um, he so wears it around his, he wears the, the award around his neck and it's not even small. It's like the size of a Grammy. So he's always got to yeah. wear like a shirt that's four sizes bigger than he needs in order to tuck the, the award, the radio award in under the shirt, Greeno. Bling, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, reach out to Troy, make sure, you know, got, got to check in, yeah. uh, make sure make sure he's doing all right. And he's yeah. like, look, boys, boys, I'm flying. I'm out here getting celebrity endorsements for himself now. Nice. Now, remember, Troy was out there getting celebrity uh, celebrity stuff for us yes. with Lip Nicky last right. year. Yep. So, he, he's, he's like, look, I've taken care of the boys already, got Lip Nicky on board mm. for the block. Momentum is building. Now I'm going to take care of myself over there at uh, TGM Enterprises. And as proof of evidence, I believe we've got a trip of uh, a bit of a clip, Troy celebrity endorsements. Ah, oh, see, where's the fucking clip, man? Oh, so, I didn't, he didn't email it to you. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, he probably did. Don't mind me. Um, <laughs> let's have a Can we get some Jeopardy music? Oh, dun, yeah, dun, here it is. Dun, 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 oh, okay. Dun, 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 let's have a look. Dun, dun. Very good. Ryan Altman in the small blind. If you're a fan of Brian Altman, show your support for Brian by uh, using the special Brian Altman emote on Twitch. It's Alt for Altman, Alt F4. What? Is this the right clip? (laughs) Poker coverage has fucking changed. Uh, Greedo asked me to send this video of our celebrity endorsement for some context. Joe is a poker commentator in the US and Europe, a genuinely funny dude. He was on oh, TV no. back in the day. So this is Joe okay. we're seeing here. Okay. This is Joe. Maybe it'll all cut together in the this back end. But hasn't fucking poker coverage changed, man? Like, subscribe to, to Twitch? Lot. What the yeah. fuck? Um, it used to be very dry. It used to be very great. It was more just, you know. Uh, my favourite my favorite poker, like, analyst and commentator he does his own kind of poker strategy podcast as well he's really good he's a guy just this just a little uh fucking impromptu plug off the bat he's a guy named bart hansen he's he's probably the best one for like post hand analysis and shit like that nice so so joe the poker commentator let's get back to troy here let's see what he's got joe stapleton okay so joe ready to start our walking tour of monaco no, that's not baller at all. I asked for a Ferrari. How are we supposed to pick up girls on foot? You do realize a Ferrari has two I seats. I swear we've just picked some random clips here. This yeah. is not the clip. <laughs> this is not the clip. <laughs> no, this is not the clip. Okay. Well, 
then uh, I, I need to sleep. Hey, I, I, need, I, I, need, I need to go to uh, Stefan's favourite segment. Okay. Skipping that. Skipping that. We'll come back to it next Skipping week. Skipping that. Then, eh? It's a stat man. Okay. Just before we get a stat man. I like stories about pinatas. Just a little idea because, you know, I know you're very busy and you put so much time into the rundown already, Greeno. You know, mm. but just maybe from now on, like with each thing that requires a link, just put yeah. the link in the body of like, just copy and paste it and put it in the WordPress document that you send well, me. Here's a kimono I'm, pool for Because I did ask, I, I did ask. I, I hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I did ask like directly before the show in, in text, yeah. like, Hey, is there any other like links and references and shit that I need? And you're like, no, nah, that's pretty much it. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Because I sent you the link on Saturday. Yeah, but you and don't. And you're like, oh, hey, man, it's not working. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get Troy to email you. And yeah. Troy messaged you today to say, what's your email? And I assume the link was sent. Yeah. I but, made assumptions. That's if, my mistake. I should have made assumptions. But if you don't if you don't put in the rundown that it's a link that I There's need to get, I have to kind of basically deduce it. Like, you know, I read what you write. I'm like, is he telling me that there's a link there? And then I have to go ah, through the fucking DMs and, like, go back through right. them. I'm, like, looking for let's, it. I'm like, is this what he's referring up. to? You know? So, like, let's, is this what he let's means? Back up. <laughs> let's let's hit a Let's hit a sorry book. Uh, good. Oh, nice. Seems to be the hardest it's about time. All right. So this one's a sorry book to, to Damo. Because here's the thing, in my, in my very uh, rushful uh, post already doing three jobs this week. Yes. Uh, Mr. Greeno, sir. Mr. Greeno, sir, at, I don't want to interrupt the lesson plan. <laughs> at, at, at the last minute. So I'm looking at my rundown. I'm like, fuck off, man. I told you there's a DM video and you got to play Troy's ad. Mm. And then I'm looking at the rundown and it says, where's Troy? Then I'm going into yep. the inbox where I write kind of what I need to do. Yep. And it says, where's Troy? And I forgot to add the rest of it, which says, <laughs> play Troy's ad. DM to Damo you on the 10th of the deck. So my bad. I forgot to put that in. That's, That's my all right. But how about apologies. this then? Instead, like just when you see it, grab, copy and paste the link. And if you put that in the rundown, no, then well, be I, no I normally problems. do. I just, I, I rushed the rundown last night. My apologies. Okay. Um, you put so much time that, into it. That's why I brought it up. I put a whole six minutes into it. <laughs> we, we, we spent more time talking about the rundown than you actually put into the rundown. <laughs> Every week. Every fucking week. It happens. This is an MLB stat man. I'm a stat man. We we got this little women stat man when you go flat. All star, all star weekend, Damo. Um, well, not weekend, all star week, middle of the week, mm. off putting because it means there's no baseball for a couple of days. Well, I don't okay. like it. Okay. Two days, no baseball to listen to. Piss mm. me off. Uh, Gee, the pressures but- in lockdown are just relentless, aren't they? The disappointments no birthday parties, no funerals, no weddings, no movies, no restaurants, and two days Fair. without ball. Without ball. Fair call. Uh, uh-huh. I need to send out happy, happy birthday messages to both my dad and my son. Oh. Birthdays. Both, oh both yeah, happy birthday, Zachy. Fucking oath. Yeah. Fucking nice Gary. Nice Gary. So a big 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 week of not being able to celebrate birthdays with uh with family. Good times. Mm. Welcome to lockdown. Very good. <laughs> no, nonetheless, how did I spend his birthday? Drinking Budweiser and watching the All-Star game, sir. Yeah. Uh, nice Gary. At which point, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. became the youngest ever MVP of an All-Star game. Uh at 22 years of age. Shit, that's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, very good. <laughs> did oh, did uh, Shohei not play or? Oh, mate, don't, don't get me started because you know on. this segment. This segment's nothing but Shohei, right? Because he just love. breaks records every week. Exactly. He does. He's the first player ever 
to pitch and lead off in an all-star game in history. Ah, Shohei Otani nice, started yay. the all-star game and also led off the uh, led off, and he participated in the home run derby yep. and went into like overtime and got knocked out in the first round, even wow. though he hit like 45 homers in the space of seven minutes. Um, but here's a funny stat man for you, Damo. Okay. I'm a stat man. In this all-star game for the winning team, a Japanese player started the match pitching, yep. an Australian player finished the match and saved it, and a Dominican Republic player was the MVP. There you go. Look nice, at that. Gary. So the Japanese, the Dominican Republic, Republicans, and the Australians, yep. we're taking your gerbs. We're going over there they're and taking, taking their gerbs. Um, we'll give a fucking, can we give a nice Gary Fuck to uh, Liam nice, Hendricks, Gary. who's the, the Australian player who made the save in the All-Star game. Right. First Australian player ever to make two All-Star games back-to-back years. Oh, nice. And secondly, the reason he gets a nice Gary hmm. is because he was mic'd up for the for when he was out there pitching. Yes. And he didn't realize, like he knew he was mic'd up, but he couldn't hear the commentators. Right. So he assumed the mic wasn't working uh-huh. and just fucking cussed his ass off through the nice, entire inning. Gary. On a live mic on Fox Sports, fuck. and they forgot yeah, to beat shit it. Like, that. <laughs> like frustrated like, fucks and stuff. Like, or? Right, 100%. He's yeah. like, fucking finish. Come on. <laughs> like, just yelling abuse <laughs> in, a, in an exhibition match. It was just a beautiful moment. Fantastic. Uh, Aussie, nice cunt. Aussie, Aussie cunt, mate. There you go. 100%. Nice, you, you, you to beast. Uh, another quick stat, man, before we wrap yeah. up, Damo. I'm a stat uh, man. <laughs> Fucking Ash Barty, well done. Yes. First Wimbledon champion in the better part of 40 years yeah. uh, for, on the women's side of things. Unbelievable performance. Since, it was, uh, uh, was Gulagon Corley, did she win it or was it Margaret I think it Corley? was, yeah. Okay. No, I think it was Gulagon Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Gulagon Corley who okay. last won it. So, nice, um, Gary! The, the, the audience in the Australian uh, viewership, we talk about fans love their Thursday night footy. Yeah. Um, fans love their 2 a.m. Australian Wimbledon champions because the, the, the viewership peaked at 2 in the morning on Channel 9 yeah. <laughs> when Ash Barty was in the third set. Um, there are well, some well things there are some things that you'll kind of like dislike about Australian culture and Australianisms, but one of the things that I think everyone likes is for shit like that, for sporting, for some for some reason, a sporting thing, a sporting event, is something that mm. everybody will collectively like. You, they'll be arguing and hating each other about politics or whatever for weeks and weeks and weeks. But then, like yeah. Ash Barty wins Wimbledon, and the same people are now arm in arm going, "Yes, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie!" You know, like <laughs> yeah. there's always this way of like making everything better for a short period of time after one of these great sporting events. So, fucking tip of the hat, nice Gary. Nice Gary. 100%. But here's, here's the fucking unbelievable stat, man. Yeah. On the same day, the Geelong Cats won a match 70 to 44. Yeah. That's only ever happened three times before in history. Yep. On the exact same in the exact same years, an Australian has won Wimbledon. 1952 and 1958. How's that for a stat? Jesus Christ. I'm a stat a, man. Whoever found that stat is a fucking like. He's Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> that is freakish. Or, or like a, or like some dangerous super spy or something, you know, who just happened to pick it up out of the newspaper. Fuck it. Could hell. be a bit of both. Could be a bit Anything. of both. Um, that's the show for this week, sir. I uh, can't can't decide whether it's a good one or not. At its um, moments. Well, it was on. <laughs> it was on. It did it. It's good enough, isn't it? It's been a, been a rough week. It's been a rough week. <laughs> I'll actually send you links next time. Okay, that'd that, that be awesome. Help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a nice Gary when you do. Uh, follow Greeno at the starting no. block. 
One more drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. That's it. We're fucking out of here. See you next time. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.